When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers. Happy Monday. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia here today, 4 o'clock on this Monday afternoon. What do we have in store this hour? Well, you know, tomorrow, Prince Harry, uh, you know, the whole trial, he's scheduled to take the stand Tuesday in a phone hacking case against the publisher of British tabloids. He'll be the first member. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of the British royal family to testify in court since the 1890s. We have just a short little audio clip from CBS uh, Mornings. Hacking trial began in London this morning without him. And the judge did not appear to be happy about that. Uh-oh. The judge had told Harry to be in court today to be ready to testify if opening statements ended early. Well, his lawyer says the Duke of Sussex is coming back from Los Angeles after yesterday's birthday of his two-year-old daughter, Lilybeth. Harry is not scheduled to take the stand until tomorrow. Get this, he will be the first member of the Britain of British royal family to testify in court since the 1890s. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's been in over 100 years. Okay. The lawsuit claims that reporters from uh, the Mirror Group newspapers hacked Harry's cell phone more than a decade ago, invading his privacy. The Mirror Group denies the hacking. Yeah, so it's been... Uh, you since- don't want the judge upset, though. No. Uh, no, yeah, you don't okay, want... We can stop it, but, like, George Michael's estate is... There's over oh, there's 100 a of, yeah. people that are in this, and his lawyer Hugh just... Hugh Grant. Gave, I mean, a ton of people Yeah, the, his lawyer just gave a, a opening statement and said that since Harry was a boy, he has been subjected to unlawful information gathering. When he was a young boy away at school, through the death of his mother, into army training, young adulthood, there's been no time in his life when he was not getting snooped on, tracked, have his phone hacked. Nothing was out of bound. The court was told this infected his relationship. They say a story that was first published in 2003 about an alleged disagreement between William and Harry began to break up the trust between the brothers because Harry has said in his book spare and also in his 60 minutes thing, he said that our family, we say never complain, never explain, but yet everyone is leaking to get their side out uh, through these tabloid press. And you would think you would think Harry was suing a dear friend, the crickets from Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Instead of people who have hacked phones, place trackers, taken your garbage. Wow. I mean, it's been going on a long time. Uh, people are with good King mm-hmm. Harry on this one. And He's not the king. No, no, but that was always Princess Diana's nickname for him when she had to explain oh. to him why he was the called the spare. 
She said, but and she would say to him, but if you were to be king, you would be called good King Harry because you're good. Harry, you're oh. good. So every when things get heated for Harry, sometimes that'll trend on Twitter. Right. That that was Princess Diana's nickname for him so that he didn't feel left out as the spare. Oh, because he, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, so uh, it, there's a lot there's a lot at stake in keeping up with the legal proceedings against this tabloids. It can be d- dizzying, but it is different because him taking the stand like the bucking they're like, oh my God, this doesn't happen. This yep, doesn't this happen. Doesn't but happen, yet so. here, you know, you would think that you, they would want to put a stop to it. Well, we'll see what happens. And will it pay off? Uh well, if the court decides his phone was hacked by the Mirror Group and some of those people are still in senior positions, they were aware this was happening, it would be a huge blow to the publisher. The last time Rupert Murdoch's News of the World got sued, he ended up going out of business. Yes, he did. Um, so, but he has the money to pursue it. The George Michael estate has the money right. to pursue it. But um, for the past seven years, the Mirror Group has settled a number of cases they settled with Kylie Minogue. She was just like, I don't have the money to fight it. Right. So they've settled quite a few mm-hmm. suits in the last seven years with famous people mm-hmm. who, um, um, you know, just were like, I, I, we don't have it. Uh, it's, it really is about accountability of power, the way everything is going on. Cause it's just gross. The stuff. That well, you been saw able to it get. in the movie or something, and I think the Megan and Harry documentary on Netflix. You saw it where they were just skiing, and and they just he goes, I just wanted to ski, but we always had to take all these pictures all the time, and it was just like always, always, always. No one would ever to feed the beast, and it no would one be like, would ever leave us alone, mm-hmm. and we just could never, ever, 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 ever be. Yeah, because. Let's play the game. Yep. And Maybe then, they'll let us ski for two hours exactly. without a long lens yeah. telephoto. And, you know, I mean, it's the UK media that's... They're different from here. Of so. So different. They can do different things. Well, they've been getting away with it. They've been getting so away we'll with a happens. lot of bad stuff. So, good luck and to him. I would just like to remind people that Pierce Morgan and some of these other tabloid editors who are still around, mm-hmm. all those editors were banned from Princess Diana's funeral. They were not allowed to go, even though they were part of the Royal Rhoda. Mm-hmm. Um, they were not allowed. The tabloid editors were barred from the Abbey. So that was the Sun, the News of the World, the Daily Mail, the Express, and the Mirror. Those are the ones that were considered the tabloid press over there. Yes. News of the World, of course, gone now. And, you know, um, I, I remember... Um, George Clooney, after Princess Diana died, he gave a very strongly worded, uh, he did a press conference about how unbelievably obnoxious and invasive the British press is. And he's just like, you know, this is happening and it happens all the time and it's a dangerous game that's going on. So anyway, that was just a little thing. And of course, you know, I don't think it was a big deal that he wasn't in court. It was his daughter's birthday. Come on, you know, opening statements always go long, especially in a case like this, mm-hmm. because the Mirror Group is really like they are. They're fighting this they're, one. They're putting all oh, yeah. full guns to it because yeah. it's a big one. It's, it's a, a big, big one, one, but yet if the evidence is clear, 
good King Harry will be vindicated. Mm-hmm. He will be. And then people can get back to, you know, I just wish King Chuck would stand up and do something about it. Oh, good Lord. Well, he should, Julia. He's the king. He's the father of those boys. Have you ever seen anyone act more like a wussy than King <laughs> Chuck? No. No. I love- <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. No, Honest no. Let's continue with King Chuck. All right, oh, all right. There we go. But anyway, so stay tuned. And the other thing that was really my oh, favorite cool. story cool. on CBS Sunday Morning yesterday was uh, the couple that's reimagined the fairy tales, the grim fairy tales with kids of color mm-hmm. and kids that have albinoism, and yeah. it's this reimagining of all the Grimm's. Grant posted it. It's, it's cool. It's really amazing. I also watched. I watched that, and I did enjoy the conversation they had with um, uh, um, Luke Skywalker. Yes. Oh, Mark Hamill. Mark that was Hamill. very good. That was a really good conversation. CBS this morning on Sunday just morning Sunday. is really just it's a beautiful TV. Yeah. It is. It's, it's so a great. beautiful magazine yeah. morning show. It's just great. That's the best one. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for Random Thoughts. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have been working with you for years, but we've never really talked about prenups. Give us the lowdown. Well, a prenup in the state of Minnesota is also called an anti-nuptial. So if you hear that, they're talking about the same thing as a prenup. Um, I encourage a lot of people to consider getting them, whether you have a ton of assets or little assets. It makes everything much more streamlined. You know what you're entering into. You've got your agreements in place if you get divorced in the future. They also address what you will do with your assets in the event of death. So it really helps for estate planning and it really just helps for the future to avoid disputes. I love that. Okay, so but what about a postnup? Postnuptial agreements are simply agreements that people who are already legally married enter into that again will also address what would happen to their assets in the event of divorce or in the event of death. So again, these really can help streamline the process in the future. Great information and for your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to trusterlaw.com or use my tech keyword divorce. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. If I say, Grant, are you with us? I am here. Okay. If I say gooch, grease, do either of you have any idea what I'm talking about at all? <laughs> gooch, grease? Uh-huh. Well, I immediately I mean, want to think of something dirty. Yeah, me too. My yeah. mind goes in the wrong, wrong place. place. <laughs> so this weekend, if you were out playing sports, doing anything. You got some? Man had the gooch, grease. <laughs> Um, Sweaty ass called swass. 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 Basically. Yeah. yeah. And so um, <laughs> when I asked you earlier if you were wearing a mini pad, it was because of this story. Because oh. we oh. were talking about, and you guys are like, what are you talking about? I'm I like, get it now. I just wanted to find out. So gooch grease is like the men's version of swass from, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. I like swass so much better as a I kind of like gooch grease. It sounds so guy, though, in a way. Um, or swamp butt, but mm-hmm. I like swass. So this weekend, I was silly and played tennis in primetime sun, no wind, just dying, mm-hmm. and played pickleball in the same situation one Saturday, one Sunday. Um soaking wet my clothes had yellow um sweat stains on the, on the waistband mm-hmm. no i was i was stupid but it was so fun but i just um the story made me laugh is because um um i tv station in houston which you can imagine how swassy it is in houston especially <laughs> yeah. in the summer did a 7 minute story on gooch grease and it's basically that guys 
are starting to realize the benefits of like a light panty shield or a maxi pad. For where they're crack? Well, think of everything around all the goods. Yeah, but yeah, I'll tell you, as a man, I already have enough problems right. just with my Adjusting briefs. Adjusting everything, I don't see a man that's going to bunch up and his wearing... balls in a panty liner. <laughs> well, you He'll wouldn't wear have to a wrap jock them. strap. Well, who wears those anymore, Lori? Yeah, people that want to keep their nuts protected. <laughs> um, give me one person besides your husband <laughs> in, in today's world that even even has one anymore. Julia, yeah, people I have boys. Lori, who? Athletes don't even wear them. They, they don't, don't. No. no, you've been on this jockstrap no. thing for because years. Because they look so good on a guy. <laughs> I love a man in a jockstrap. My God, that's a hot look. Ah, uh, well. Um, but I don't see, this is this is, this is a nothing um, story. Because well, I don't I see just, guys doing this. No. Well, they are in Houston. I don't believe they it. They are in Houston. shorts. Mm-hmm. Wearing maxi pad. All right, I just want to. I just kind of like gooch. Yeah, <laughs> whatever sport they're playing, they're gonna leave a trail of maxi pads behind if they're wearing boxers. For I sure. hope not. That's a mm-hmm. lot of cleaning Actually, up. You know what? When I first started in radio, I was so nervous. I would pit through every shirt and I right? would stick like Kleenex in my mm-hmm. things. But now thinking about it, if I would have put a maxi Ma- pad under there, that might have been a lot better. There is a special T-shirt for this. <laughs> No, there really is. I will find it because um, one of my friend's son has excessive sweating and like when he wears a suit and at weddings and stuff. Oh, the worst. I have that problem. There's a t-shirt with for men because women used to have these things. My mom had all these funny apparatuses when she'd wear a silk blouse. Yes. You know, so you wouldn't stain it. Mm-hmm. But for men now, there is a t-shirt with a built-in little pad under your armpits. Could be a little warm, but it keeps the sweat off of your suit and oh, everything. So I will figure out the name for that later. That's you. Go in the oh good for you category because you're just going to say that. And Lori's already. I'm already losing her. It's called. There's, um, a, there's one called the Thompson T. There you go. The original. The original sweatproof undershirts. Thompson T. And they just have pads. I mean, they'd be a little uncomfortable and hot. But if you are nervous, broadcast news, nervous, sweating, maybe just pad a little baby powder too. That would help too. That, oh, you could call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do that. Coldplay on their tour right now, their whole thing, because I remember this, they are trying to reduce their carbon input implant. Are they going to stop it's giving not away those terrible, those terrible colored wristbands that they are plastic? Used, remember, we were so crazy about that, Laurie, and I were crazy about it. But this on this concert tour, the um, music of the Spheres World Tour, they have reduced their carbon dioxide emissions by 47% compared to their last time they toured. And their goal is to reduce it by 50. They're almost there. But here's what they do. They're in the second year of their tour. They've started to run the entire show, audio, lights, and lasers from an electric battery system that allows them to use 100%. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And renewable so, energy and efficiency. We have been using electric vehicles and alternative fuels whenever we can, as well as reducing waste and plastic usage. They also, their shows also have exercise bikes and kinetic dance floors so fans can help power the stage. That's kind of funny. I mean, good for them. But they've planted 5 million trees so far. So every time they sell a ticket, they plant a tree in the oh, rainforest. Oh, that's awesome. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Good good for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And if you're really rich and you speed in the great uh, country of Finland. They, this is amazing. The, they give out speeding tickets. Your tickets are based on your income. <laughs> I love it. So the less money you have, the less money you pay in a speeding ticket, the more money you have, the more. And this guy only went 20 miles over the speed limit in a 30 mile an hour zone, which so He's seems, going, what, 50 and a 30 or yeah. something? Yeah. He, very, yes. yes, but he was fined $129,544. Wow. Because in Finland, speeding fines are based on your income level, and Wilkoff is a wealthy real estate and business mogul. He's previously paid on speeding tickets 68000 for one Jeez. and 102 for another one. Oh well, God. learn your lesson, young man. Jesus. God. Wow. I would have learned that's kind after... of a ra- That's kind of radical and innovative. I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. radical and, and awesome at the same time. It is. <laughs> It is. Yeah. It is at all. Now, this one, I didn't read the whole story, but it just kind of struck me as an odd It'll one. It probably be perfect then. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. okay. You didn't read it all. No, it's just the headline, and I just thought I'd give it to you, okay. Lori. It's almost a Hollywood random speak. Okay. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, musicians, postponed their June shows at the Hollywood Bowl uh-huh. because of the writer's strike. Yeah, they don't have anyone to write their dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a concert. Yeah, yeah, but, but they, they, they. This is how uh, much writers are. are but isn't doing that it. one but kind think, of blows me away? Yeah. I guess, but you know, maybe it, the writer they had a writer. Maybe they're doing it in solidarity. solidarity. Yeah, yeah, I thought of that too. But it just first, it just kind of was because mm. a lot of the bands now they're going to the picket lines and performing for yeah. them. So yes. maybe rather than performing yes. for them, they'll say, "Hey, we won't." You know, we'll shut down just like everybody else till this gets solved. Maybe solidarity. Yeah. I think that's a solidarity move. I think so too. Yeah, it's it probably is. Yeah. And then here is the only other one I have for you today because I think I oh I still have time. Okay, how long do you think it would take a vampire to drain fifteen percent of your blood? How long do you well, think it takes to suck your blood? We know this from the God of Endings because that was uh, she was there was vampires in that. It no, doesn't take that long. It does two hours. It takes, right, you're right, because it takes six minutes and 24 seconds to drain 15%. So about two hours to drain it all. Wow. Yeah, I think Stay I learned away that from... in the God of Endings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but I mean, I haven't had an encounter. I haven't heard of anyone having an encounter we saw with a vampire. A, we saw a colleague of ours today that looked like a vampire bit his neck, <laughs> but it was, it was something else entirely. <laughs> yeah. It actually looked like it. Yeah. It was a hard hickey. It was a hard, it looked like a bite from a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, a poll found that making friends gets easier as we age. Do you guys agree or disagree? I disagree 100%. 
I you try. Do? I try harder to not meet people as I get older. I'm sorry, I'm that kind of person. The older I get, the less I want to like try. Right, to... but is it easier to make friends? Nah, I don't know. Because I'm not putting the effort in. Yeah, I don't know. I would say no. Well, when I was a kid, I was much more yes. outgoing. This yes. is what this thing okay. says. Yeah. We'll believe this. Um, um it, it's um, they asked forty thousand Americans. How many close friends you have, and one in five doesn't have that many. And people said, you know, what happens when you're getting older? You, don't you do end up with fewer and fewer friends, but seniors actually have more friends than almost everybody. They're in a part of a community, maybe they have a lot of, they've got time. Yeah, they've that was going to say, they they've got, got that time. They've got that golden thing of time. Yeah. And you, as you get older, too, you start to kind of, you know what you like and what you don't like, so you don't have to sift through that, I feel like. So it might be easier to kind of, like, r- go through those waters of, do I like this person or not? Well, yeah, no, I don't. Let's let's move on. Yes, I do. Let's continue it. Whereas a kid, you're, like, trying to impress everybody, and it's yeah, confusing. Yeah. So I can see that happening. They do. And foods, some foods just taste better in the summer. Give me one. Watermelon. Yeah. Oh, that's what I said in my yeah. head. Watermelon. Yeah. Watermelon. And Lay's chips and a Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Nice bag of Lay's. That's that's cold really grapes. Good. You know, cold, oh, good cool hard grapes. green oh. grapes. Good green grapes. Yeah. Those Ooh. always taste so good. Mm-hmm. Corn on the cob always tastes so good. Cob, hot Barbecue dogs. chicken. Yeah. Now we're hungry again. Now we're hungry again. I know. It's 4.30 and we've got nothing to eat. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. They're your hometown experts for the last 30 years when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. So if you're looking for that home exterior facelift, Hoffman Weber Construction are the team that you need to reach out to. Now, Jason and the whole sales team at Hoffman Weber Construction, they are the best. They treat you like you are a member of their family. They're not going to take this and make it a one-stop, fast, high-pressure sale. If you've got windows, they're very expensive. Roof damage issues. You're going to have to deal with your insurance, siding. These are all major decisions that can take some time. So they're going to walk you through the process from start to finish. They're going to handle the insurance company for you. And they're going to show you all of the options that you have at their really cool showroom in New Brighton right off of 35W. And this showroom is kid and dog friendly. So you can bring the whole family and get their opinion on what you think this new exterior home face left should look like. Again, Hoffman Weber Construction is the team to help you out with this. And if you want to learn more, you can start out at HoffmanWeberConstruction.com. Again, that's HW HWConstruction.com, excuse me, not Hoffman Weber, HWConstruction.com for more information. Well, speaking of ticket giveaway, we are looking for the fifth caller. Okay. 651-641-1071, caller number five, to see Kesha at Mystic Lake on November 12th, which is a Sunday night. So, mm-hmm. And she's phenomenal. Phenomenal. That'll be very, phenomenal. very good. Very good. And yes. then um, I do kind of like watching live TV on the plane. I gotta oh, watch Kelly and Mark. I okay. do too. There's something really cool about Drew it. I watch Drew Barrymore. Okay. And then I read this New Yorker interview with uh, Drew Barrymore that I think there's going to be a lot of like clipped headlines I've for seen people a few. to clip. Yes. She covers. Um, she gave an interview to New New York Magazine, and she's on the cover, and she's. I mean, first of all, is there any... She's just adorable. She's adorable. She's We've adorable. known her since she was two. That's right. And in the interview, she talked about her show, her daytime show. Mm-hmm. She talked about her therapist firing her. Yeah. She talked about her issues with her mother, Jade Barrymore. And um, and the article gets into the slow burn success of the Drew Barrymore show, which when it premiered in September of 2020, it was very ho-hum. Drew even describes to the New York magazine, she said, it was a public access show on premium television. That's how she described I absolutely the first love season. that analogy. 
And we all know those public access. I miss public access shows. And she said uh, that the execs told her she was too wacky. And last summer during the off season, something changed. Two of her videos that she did on Instagram went viral. One was her frolicking in the rain. Okay. And the second was Drew discovering a secret window while doing renovations in the apartment she had bought just below hers and bursting into tears. And the success of these two videos translated into a huge increase for Drew from an average of 694,000 viewers to 1.2 million. And the, the reporter for New York Magazine writes that the show is transformed into a show by and for Drew, where she can bring the public along for a post-divorce, don't call it sobriety, alcohol, abstaining, single mom journey of health, healing, and self-discovery. And she thought, you know, um, like she said about uh, the show, she said her sh- the way she wanted to interview and got a lot of pushback is that it was inspired by all the group therapy she did when she was a teenager and went to rehab at 13. Okay. For booze and cocaine. Sure, 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 sure. And she said, I wanted it to be in the round because that's how we did it in mm-hmm. therapy. And her interview style is more life coach than journalist. And like Melanie Linsky and her husband, Jason Ritter, were interviewed for the this story. And Melanie said... Because uh, they did the movie Ever After. They go yes. way back to 97. Yes. yes. She said, I've done Drew's show three times, and we've yet to talk about anything that the pre-interview thing talks on. I love it. See, I love that. So yeah. that's kind of, and then her relationship with her mom, they've never fully reconciled since Drew left the house at 14, although Drew still supports her financially. And she touched on her mommy's issues during interviews with fellow former child actors, Brooke Shields, Jeanette McCurdy. And during her sit down with Jeanette, who was promoting her memoir, I'm Glad My Mom Died, Drew wondered, she said, you know, yeah, their moms are gone. My mom is still here. I don't have that luxury. Um, I just want her to be happy and thrive and be healthy, but I have to grow in spite of her being on this planet. And an hour after she said that, she called her, I feel bad that I've even said that about my mom. Yes. And um, anyway, a few weeks after the interview, Drew sent a text to the journalist sharing she texted her mom for her birthday. And they, you know, she just, but she can't have any relationship with her mom. It's toxic. Because of everything that happened. And I mean, I'm sure she has unbelievable stories that she's kept to herself because... Her mom is still here. Yeah. And you would probably feel mm-hmm. that way. There have mm-hmm. been other Hollywood stars that have said, I can't write my book until everyone's gone. Right. Drew, well, there's another story. I'm, I'm glad for success. I don't watch that show. I watched it this you morning. Watched it. Yeah, yeah. I and just it, think I she's like her interviews. I look to see who yeah. she's having on. That's kind of it. You know, I like her attitude. I like she's just fun. She is yes. smiley. Yeah, yes. I hate to use it. Like I like her attitude, but like she does. There's, it does, something, there's something effervescent about, and bubbly about, about her. her. That's yeah. her thing. Yep. And she's been around the block. I mean, since a kid and knows everybody. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's always a story there. Sherry Shepard, who has her own talk show, um, apologized because she had Elizabeth Vargas on her show, and Sherry is doing kind of something. Um, 
you know, let's have fun, everyone together. Let's go over to the bar, kind of like Hoda and Jenna have, you know, a glass of wine with mm-hmm. everyone. Um, let's go over to the bar. We're going to drink. We're going to have a drink. Oh dear, and no one told her Elizabeth Vargas is an alcoholic. She's and- an alcoholic and very publicly had to leave ABC. Yes. Was with Mark Cohen, um, the musician mm-hmm. who left her because she struggled so bad with alcoholism mm-hmm. and went in out, out of treatment for Sherry like... didn't know any of this. No, didn't know any of this. So she said, you know, come on, let's go over there. And Elizabeth says, you know, okay, sure. You know, let's go. Let's go to the bar. Um, you know, I'll have my classic club soda with cranberry juice, but you can pound some shots, you know, just playing along and being fun. And then Sherry shot back. Well, that's no fun. You and me, we're going to be at the bar. You know, it's not news tonight. Let's just have some fun. And Elizabeth is kind of like, oh, oh, you know, this all on her show. This is on her show on a tape thing. Mm -hmm. And then Sherry again later in the show suggested they go to the bar, get drunk, have a good time after work someday. And um, Vargas, again, being pretty cool, says, you'll get drunk. I'll be your designated driver. And um, it just, Sherry just did a skit during the time she was on about a booze-filled office party. I mean, she just didn't know. I don't know how she didn't know this. She didn't know she this. She did fire all of Wendy's staffers. She Maybe did. nobody gave her the prep. Ugh. And she just said, <laughs> um, good, Sherry good did call prep. Elizabeth Vargas to apologize and said she was very gracious she just didn't know it's not a big deal. I wasn't upset at all, Elizabeth Vargas says. But Sherry um, made a statement to Entertainment Weekly and said, sometimes when you're doing live TV, you make mistakes. Today Sherry, that happened during... Sherry's desperate. Yeah. Sherry, Sherry needs people But she's to got know a two-more-year deal. You know, I, yeah, I know. She's That's got a three-year gig. Good, good, good. It, right, but, um, but she needs some eyeballs going to her show. Sherry trying to do some viral videos accidentally well, this like is, Drew Barry. Honest Dad, what's an accident viral video that will go? That is just a that's a great story about Drew. Yeah. I, I'm glad. But anyway, Elizabeth Vargas was very public. It was very public. But very was Elizabeth painful. offended? No. No. And that's what she said. Mm-hmm. She really wasn't offended at all. But Sherry just I, I, you can feel people's you know, clenching their teeth as she's doing it. Who knew Elizabeth? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Elizabeth used to be one of the hosts of 2022 Grant. Mm-hmm. Another one. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was a big deal back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She still is. Yeah. Yeah. But she, still she is. did get she, pushed out of her career. She did. She did. 2013, 2014, in and out of treatment a few times. She. It was really hard. Mm-hmm. And her, that was a hard thing to watch. I remember. I remember. Right. What else do you want to know about? Well, uh, what else do I want to know? Kathy Hilton out at Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. She's confirmed she's doing I Love Paris, which I can't uh, believe Paris is getting another season of that show. Uh, wow. <laughs> I I didn't watch it. Mm-mm, but I did watch. I know you ha- won't watch this Dancing Divas on Bravo. Oh, did you do like it? Or Dancing, Dancing Queens. Dancing Queens. Queens. And here's why I like it. Okay. First of all, the concept of this dancing show on Bravo is that Pro-Am, it's called the Pro-Am Circuit, where you have a professional dancer that you pay for all of their travel, all of their hotels, all of their time training you, and they dance with you. They're, you're Competitive. Competitively. Yeah. But think of the expense. So one this is a rich lady or rich person. Beyond, yeah. beyond. And then you, and then the cattiness kind of between the women during the competition and the, you know, I'm a dancer at heart, Larry. Yeah, oh, I know. you. Actually, huge. the ballroom dancing stuff is kind of fun to watch. Yeah. And they're very good. Right. I mean, they're very good. I just like kind of the, um, 
you know, one tra- dancer drops someone, and so there's that drama, and another one thinks she's better than everyone else. You know, there's good caddy drama. Yeah. But on a dance floor. All right. It's kind of fun. If people are looking for something different, it's on Bravo. All right. Well, I'm very sad about Kathy Hilton not coming back to Beverly Hills, damn it. Even though she never held that, you know, the diamond. She never was really there. She was a friend of, but still, I liked her. I mean, she did help us get rid of Lisa Rinna. (laughs) She did do that. And I think Harry and Lisa are getting a cooking show. Oh. Well, they grow the vart. They have their own garden. and Yeah. I watched when Harry loves Lisa. You remember that? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Reality that, show. That's right. You did. That was on you E. That was on E. Oh. It was like a six-part episode. Well, I liked it because I liked those two. Yeah. Harry Loves Lisa. That's what it was called. Like I, you know, and, um, but I think that they're going to have a cooking show. That'd be, Lisa doesn't eat, so that ought to be interesting. Right. (laughs) She's about to thin his She doesn't eat, but she'll, she'll have a taste of the corner. Mm -hmm. No, that's going to be kind of fun, Lori. I, that was on in, um, 2010. Yeah. Wow. And it was Harry Hamlin, Lisa Renna, Amelia Hamlin. Yeah. The daughters. Yeah. Revolving around the family's lives and Harry. Oh, gosh. It didn't get renewed or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I watched it. Loyal lo- loyal Harry Hamlin and Lisa were a fan that I was. Garcelle Bouvet was on one episode. Tori Spelling was on one. Denise Richard, who they aren't friends anymore, was on two of that back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I got sucked into Young and the Restless with my mom, and Eileen Davidson's character is back. On that show. On that show. I liked her on Beverly Hills Housewives, but I think she got sick of the drama. You know? I think so, I think the soap acting is, she has a set number of days, and she lives in Malibu, and, yeah, I don't know. But I I like... Beautiful Vince Van Patten. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He's pretty cute. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak, and we're going to Hollywood speak... Shirtless, blank, pictured on yacht with another young model. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, Julia. Mm-hmm. Shirtless, blank, 48, pictured on the yacht with a young model. This headline could be 25 years ago, <laughs> a year ago, 20 years ago, five years ago. Five years and yet from it's now. today. Five years from and now. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought the funniest thing was busy... Phillips, if you guys remember her, the actress. Yes, love her. She um, posted on Instagram. Um, she shared a photo of um, Leo with his latest model uh-huh. girlfriend, Megan Roche, who's 22, on this yacht. <laughs> and she compared her 15-year-old daughter, Birdie, to the model in the caption that she has since deleted, but at the time when she posted this yesterday, Leo's girlfriend literally looks like she's Birdie's age. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Who said that? Busy Biz- Phillips. Oh, yes. She's in uh, Cougar Town. Yes, and yes. Oh, she's yeah. hysterical. She had a brief talk show. 
During yes, and I watched that. COVID. I tried to like we it. We wanted to like we it. We wanted to like it. But Leonardo DiCaprio cruising in the Mediterranean on a yacht with twenty-something-year-olds. This is uh, this is a headline that <laughs> We've seen goes time. forward, backward in time. The only <laughs> thing different with the photos is that Leonardo seems to think. You know, I remember I had a niece who was who was um, she put on cat ears, and we had to pretend she was invisible. Okay, I feel like Leonardo puts on his mask and he thinks he's invisible <laughs> Yes, because he's constantly on like the little tenders going into poor. Hey, you know, no, we don't know who you are. You know, you're invisible. <laughs> I did. I just spit on. Oh, yeah. No, she put on her cat ears. I'm invisible. Oh, yeah. We were like, where's Marissa? Where is she? Where? Oh, yeah. We can't see her. She's an invisible cat. I feel like Leonardo is this way with his mask everywhere in these ports. On oh, tenders, yeah. they won't know it's me. Oh, it's like, Leonardo, <laughs> we know it's you. And it's okay. We're, we, we, we've accepted it. Why don't you? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We accept so that many, you will be I, on mega yachts with young models off the coast of Ibiza or Spain or France. You can, and the mask, who is he faking? Yeah. We see you. We see you. And I'm sorry that you're getting so hot because it's like 100 degrees out and right. he's wearing the mask. Mask. He, on a tender going into oh, port from the big mega so yacht. So funny. Okay, uh, Ava Longoria, you know, she's about to release her directorial debut with the film Flaming Hot. Yes, about the Cheeto janitor discovery invention. Really good. It does look good. And she was asked in an interview with Access Hollywood Mm -hmm. um, what role would you redo? What would you be up for? And she said, I miss Gabby. I miss being Gabby Solis. I will be the first to sign up if they do a reboot. And I thought, is Mark Cherry, whatever happened to Mark Cherry, the creator of, I'm looking it up on right now. He had that soapy show with Susan Lucci that ran, but I would, I wouldn't mind a Desperate Housewife reboot. I would love it. Love it. Love it. And Gabby Solis was a great character. Yes. Her character was great. And in the first couple seasons with her boyfriend, husband. Yeah. No, we interviewed him. He was in a play at the Guthrie. That that show, I never watched it and was on. Devious, yes. And Lily got into it. And I just, Mm -hmm. I just binged it. When couldn't stop. All oh, those it ladies, so it was they could come back. They could do it. Yes. So thank you, Ava. James Detton would probably like to do it. Terry yeah. Hatcher, Felicity Huffman. Oh. Marsha Cross. We're ready for her to come back. Well, too bad they killed Nicholas Sheridan. Isn't James from Minnesota? Yes, he yeah, is. He, he was, he's one man. You are, he's, he's a great guy. Oh. Um, but Lori, it was Devious Maids, and then he did Red-Blooded, which had only one episode that aired in 2017, and then he did Why Women Kill. Oh, that, that was that on had the twenty episodes, mm-hmm. um, and that, yeah. So he's done stuff. He's Let's done do stuff, it. but we haven't. Lucy Liu was in that. Yeah, we haven't okay. seen him. Evan, We're ready. Evan Handler, who plays Kristen Davis's husband Harry Goldenblatt, in just like that in Sex, Sex and the City. City. Yes, he was asked about Kim Cattrall's return to Sex in the City. They didn't ask him anything about how much money did the dump truck back up. No kidding. But he said about her upcoming camel cameo. He said, "I think it's great. I do." Apparently, was shot in a garage somewhere with no contact with anybody. So the only place I have to welcome her is into my living room when it airs on TV. Love that. Listen, they backed up so much money. Mm-hmm. They offered her so much money. Good for her. 
and and she didn't want to work and her two stipulations I Michael Patrick King can't be on set. Nope. And of course SJP and Patricia Fields has to dress me yep. and I love I love that. And it will be the cliffhanger, I think, in the finale. Yes. Do you know of, that just like that. Do you know that Patricia Fields has a memoir that came out last month? Yes. I wonder if I anyone's do. read it. I don't know, but yeah. I she would have great stories. I, know I she love would. her. Anyway, so Evan, I don't know if I don't think he's trying to diss her, but I do like knowing that she filmed it in a garage in a car. And I think she's having a phone conversation with Carrie Bradshaw. I think so too. It's called Pat in the City, her Patricia Fields memoir. She's the fashion mm-hmm. uh, lady. Okay. I love that. I this is the most made up headline I read today, okay? okay. Um, and you saw this grant too, I think. Nicole Kidman clinging to hope that her adopted children with ex Tom Cruise will attend her upcoming AFI ceremony to see her receive a Lifetime Achievement Award. All right. Well, first of all, this is made up because the AFI Lifetime Achievement Award canceled. has been canceled because of the writer's strike. <laughs> oh yes. yeah, I thought, so, and this was, I looked at the date and I'm like, is this today? Yeah. Yep, so, it's so made up. So whoever made up this story, really, they forgot to realize uh, it, it's not happening. It's, it's not been happening. Postponed. And no, his kids won't have anything to do mm-hmm. with her as long as they're in Scientology. She's a suppressive person with a capital S. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Okay, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Do you remember he did a movie with Owen Wilson called Hall Pass? Loved it. Loved it. Yes, that I was love Jason. Honey. Yeah. So it's all he, about you know hall, having a hall pass out of your marriage. Yes, so. and he, it was his first major movie. And mm-hmm. he hadn't developed a method for fake eating on screen since actors are told not to actually eat the prop food on camera. I would have a hard time with that. Yeah, and after <laughs> filming the scene, Owen walked up to Jason and he said, I wonder what you would look like if you watched what you ate and exercised. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'd Friend. be so curious what you'd look like if you actually worked out and took care of yourself. That's a true friend right there. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Seriously. How long ago would he have said that? <laughs> 2011. Yeah, that was about Okay, 20, that's hysterical. Mm-hmm. That's really... Wow. I know, wow. You know, okay. really, you could... You know, wow, you know, if you just put that cheeseburger down, wow, you'd be uh, pretty... <laughs> I didn't know it was fake food. <laughs> I didn't either. Well, I think it's also... I think it's a combination it because is. I've seen shows where, like... The show Las Vegas, that, sure. that show yes, that was yes. on for a long time, they yes. clearly eat their props because I am annoyed with how much food they stuff in their mouth throughout the show. But then there are other shows where, yeah, they're like holding a cup of coffee and they're waving their hand around. I'm like, if that was coffee, it would be all over the place, right. you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I think I, it's random. It's That's all it is. They have cheeky <laughs> implants. Um, we just heard from Stacy. She said that we would love women that kill. kill. I, I remember when it came out because people I mean, did like it. Yes. I feel like my brother might have watched it. I got to figure out where to watch it. And Women Who Kill. Because mm-hmm. it was, yeah, two years. It was an anthology series. And I, the, back to, um, back to you know, if Desperate Housewives came back again, I feel like they have to, I don't know why these great shows on network don't work, except for the procedurals. You know what I mean? Because, like, we had True. that great new one with our guy from... Um, 
the dad with all the kids, you know, that died early in the fire. Yeah. Oh, Last of Us. La- no, no, the other uh, one. All uh, of this us. This is us. This is us. This is us. Yes. You know, his great. Sh- his show was great. Dramas. I yeah. think it's, I think it's well, good. it lasted seven seasons. No, it lasted one. I'm talking about his new show that oh. we watched that oh, didn't oh, last. Yeah. The company you keep. The company yeah. you keep that didn't even last. It lasted it last one, one season. season. Yeah. I think, be- and I said that about that show, I would have loved that show if it were on not network television. Why? And, and I think because... Why? Because network television, <laughs> um, it, it's limited. It, it, uh, it has limitations. Whereas you go to, you know, AMC, if they put it on after nine or 10 o'clock, it can get a lot more, you know, graphic. Yeah, and you okay. can really, really show some of these things that were like, especially that last show um, with Vilo Ventimiglia. Vilo Ventimiglia. I can't yeah. say his name. Milo Ventimiglia. Milo Ventimiglia. <laughs> he, that show was great, but it just needed more, I needed a little bit sizzle. more of a sizzle. sizzle. And I think you would have got that with HBO or even Netflix and with all these other options out there. But he had have, a development deal with NBC probably ABC. for this. Or there, yeah. NBC there you for, go. You know, so his other show. I just think that dramas and crime procedural shows work well for network television. Outside of that, unless it's reality TV, it just doesn't in game shows it's it's everything else is so hard hitting that it's tough to yeah. take it away from that i think well after watching the idol on uh max <laughs> well it's on hbo and then it went to then it went to max i hate what they've done with that stupid name I we're never gonna all i gotta max. say is it's, it's porn um <laughs> why women kill you can watch on paramount plus okay and it's um it is it's details the lives of three women living in three different decades yes that's cool why women kill. Thank you, Stacey, for this yes. suggestion.